You ready, champ? I've been ready for this my whole life. Then you take us out on the field. Well, he's Bobby Hensley. I'm Sean Steyers. We're two guys talking sports movies. We have a special guest coming up today. We'll we'll get to that in a minute, though. What do you think? Yeah, special. That's a good word. (laughs) You two are going to get along just fine. I love this. (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. While you're there, rate us. Leave us some feedback. We love to hear it always. Leave a comment. It's cool on iTunes. You can go to the to the comment section. You can leave a comment. Hopefully, you're nice if you do say something. Yeah, I noticed our Either guest way. didn't actually comment <laughs> on iTunes. But you can also, if you've got a suggestion for a movie for us to watch and do a podcast on, you can always go there or a list that we should do. Yeah, we do some lists every now and then. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to try something new on this podcast. Usually, it's just Bobby and I. We talk about a sports movie. We usually have pretty different opinions, which is kind of what makes it fun. Right. Fun. Okay. We get to argue. Yeah. You get pretty angry sometimes. You get really defensive, though, sometimes. Okay. Maybe our guest can give us some feedback on that because he's actually one of our number one listeners. (laughs) I think he's listened to every podcast that we've done for whatever reason. His ears aren't bleeding. That's that's surprising. Thank you. I have, everyone. So one such movie... Where we really were at opposite ends of the spectrum was the movie Rudy. And that was a fairly recent one. We just did it a couple shows ago. The iconic movie about Daniel Rudy Rudiger, the young buck from Joliet, Illinois, who grew up a Notre Dame fan, wanting to go to Notre Dame, play football for the Irish. Bobby's face is already curling up It's fine right now. You ever watch the TV show Preacher by any chance? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. Well, you remind me of Buttface, but... (laughs) (laughs) I think that's all that needs to be said. I don't even... I don't know that show either, but... (laughs) That's great. Gosh. Wow. I'm just glad we could talk about Rudy again. Yes. The the nightmare that just won't end for me. It it really is, isn't it? Have any of your friends given you any feedback on that? No. And I do use the term friends fairly loosely. Well, you're not one, so let's keep, let's keep making that. Um, wow. uh, it's been about 50-50 on people that like Rudy, it seems. <clears throat> okay. What about you? Well, we're calling this the Rudy Rebuttal Podcast, which brings us to our guest, Vince D'Addario. He is a contributor here at WSBT. It's fancy. And <laughs> multi-syllables. Vince, I'll kind of <laughs> let you take it from here at this point. Right. Why Why right. the hell are you here today? Well, that's a really good question. My <laughs> wife was asking that very question. You're doing what? She's yeah. like, why? With who? Why? Why? Don't you talk to Sean enough? Yeah, pretty, that was that might have been said. Um, so, all right, so a little background here, because you did mention I am a big fan of the show, because I one of my favorite things is sports movies. So I've seen, of course, every movie you guys have done and any movie that you guys are talking about doing. And by the way, I can't believe you haven't seen Hoosiers. <laughs> Can I just throw that out there right now? That's a fair – I'm looking forward to that. Okay, good. All right. I'm sure you guys have that one on the list, probably when basketball season rolls around. So, um, But that one surprised me. It's a good point. We, prob- we should probably start with that. We talked about Semi-Pro. We should probably start with Hoosiers. I, mean, I, I thought on. about that earlier today. If you started okay. with Rudy, then you have to start with Hoosiers. True. Same fair writers, point. right? Fair so point. There's yeah, the that's- connection. 
Vince was listening. I, I told you. <laughs> so I, I listen all the time. So my, my thing is every time I cut the grass, I throw you guys in, and I listen, and I tend to scream and yell as I'm listening, and nobody can hear me because I'm cutting the grass, so it's probably good for everybody. And the Therapy. ones who do hear yeah. or see you are probably going, what is that what nut is job this doing? What is doing? <laughs> yeah, no, so this particular podcast that we are rebuting, is that a word? Re- uh, whatever. whatever. Rebuttal. Yeah. Rebuttal. That sounds good. I'm rebuttaling Rebute it. sounds good. Yeah, so <laughs> this was the one that I probably screamed the most at, I okay. would say, argued with out loud to nobody. Um, so, and I, <laughs> while I listen, I tend to text Sean, and I'm like, I can't believe he just said that. <laughs> and he's like, dude, why don't you just come on, and we'll just do this thing, and you can throw it out there, and that's what, that's what we're going to do, I guess. Yeah, and so. we thought it would be fun to kind of mix it up a little bit, because I think this is... A fairly polarizing movie, for, I, and it is. I agree with you, especially in this area. Yeah, exactly, being from South Bend. I don't think, as we talked about in detail, maybe too much <laughs> in the podcast. I think the farther away you are, the more casual a fan you are. The farther away you are from the program, it's just the movie Rudy. And I think Rudy and Notre Dame are kind of one and the same to the more casual viewers or even casual fans. People. Right. You're from the outside. It's like, oh, Rudy, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Rudy, you know, that kind of thing. They're synonymous with each other. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. When you said you're from Kansas and right. the movie was an awesome football movie for you before you got here. Correct. You guys both grew up in Michiana. Yes. Mm-hmm. And guilty. I should explain Michiana for anyone listening outside the area. That is the South Bend, Indiana, of course, is where we're located, and we are not far from Michigan. Stone and so this, this area is known as Michiana, the combination of Indiana and Michigan. But South Bend, Elkhart, uh, Mishawaka, Granger, this whole area right. known as Michiana. But you guys were both born and raised here. Yes. So, mm-hmm. And the other part of that is now you have both been you've both covered Notre Dame yeah. to some mm-hmm. extent for several years now so you you've me. you grew up not necessarily a part of the program but fans of yep. Notre Dame and uh, have covered Notre Dame as you have grown up you're both millennials by the way well no, yeah, slow too. your roll yeah, I am not on. a millennial no, you are I am not have you ever looked at the, at the I have and it depends on the, which one you look at do you know oh, what year I was born oh you were you born know? in 81 weren't you 80 80 so slow down okay so I am you're not right on the cutoff a millennial and I refuse Man. to take that if you want to do a whole podcast talk on about that, getting so this, hot yeah who's defensive now oh this guy <laughs> this guy if you're gonna call me a millennial this guy is super right. defensive yeah, so now we've got some place where we can go with this <laughs> yeah. like this a little bit more already okay vince yeah so you've got quite a list of points of contention and with some our of them are podcast ve- so like you said some of them are very nitpicky there are some nitpicks i thought so let's let's avoid the yeah nitpickier and things and let's get to the meat of this whole thing i reordered my list since i sent it okay. to you and and we'll hit the big ones first right so We'll let you kind of lob the volleys, go with some of your bigger points of contention. I want to ask you this, because we have our own list of questions, of course, as you know, that we ask every week. So, my question, my first question to you, did your opinion of Rudy change after watching it again? You just watched it last night. I did. I watched it last night, and uh, I think, and I haven't watched it for years. I mean, years and it's something that I think we were all the same. We yeah. really watched it. I mean, life time. just kind of takes over, and I just haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it. And uh, 
I just I fell in love all over again. No, <laughs> I did. Of course, I did. <laughs> I and I I watched it with my twelve year old son last night, and for the first time when I watched it for the first time in the movie theater, I was twelve. So it was kind of like full circle circle of life. I think I even picked him up like Simba at one point. No, I'm, kidding, I'm joking, <laughs> but no, it was. Um, and that was. So the background for me in this movie is when I went and, went and saw it in the movie theater when I was 12. That was kind of the, the first time that I started getting into Notre Dame in the first place. And so okay. it was kind of coincided with my fandom, I would say, because my dad was never a sports guy at all. So I kind of found my own way there. And so I was about, like I said, I was about 12, 11, 12, because I don't really remember the 88 team and all that, even though I was obviously around. Yeah. Um, but it was more like – the Jerome Bettis and the, you know, Rick Meyer and that group, like that's where I started to love Notre Dame. So are you so, saying Rudy sort of introduced you to your Notre Dame fandom it, it or had you already it. been creeping there? I was creeping and I okay. think that definitely, I mean, I, I remember like it was yesterday sitting in the movie theater, the lights going down and then j- them just starting with the drums. So let me, let, let me ask you, that, Bobby, like, was yeah. yesterday. Is your, you're, you're a little bit younger than Vince. You were born, what, five or six years after him? Yeah, I'm closer to that millennial age. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're right smack dab in it, buddy. Yeah. So, <laughs> did you see it when it was in movie theaters? I may have. Or I don't remember for probably sure. Probably VHS. My family was all huge Notre Dame fans, so I'm sure that I had to watch it in the theaters. Had okay. to. He used the word had to. Gosh. <laughs> I didn't see it in theaters. And you know what? I enjoyed it when I was younger. It just didn't age well with me. That's fair. Okay. And, and Rudy, the actual, the real Rudy, came and talked to our school at one point. I'm sure that had something to do I with I mean, it. I was all in. They got man, you. I had like his signature, and like we had the movie poster in our how basement. Many, what how many is, schools around here do you think that Rudy talked to? Oh. Did he ever come to your school? Bob? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would have remembered that. Fat chance. Yeah, I would have stood at the door and not let him in. <laughs> Anything new that you noticed, Vince? Watching this that you, you didn't remember. I remembered every second okay. of it. So, yeah, nothing nothing new for me, okay. unfortunately. Is this in your top five all-time sports movies? Oh, absolutely. Rudy? Now, I haven't sat down and thought about my top, you know, yeah. what my number one might but be. But it's definitely right. one but it's of up your in that group. Top three, hands down, no question. Okay. No question. Where does it rank for you in terms of, do you think it's, like, for football movies? Oh, I, I mean, I think it's right up there. And I and the prop. And I and I understand where you were coming from with the lack of football. And he's talking to Bobby, right? Yeah. Now. Well, right. I'm sorry. I'm looking. Yeah. No. Yeah. Radio. It's yeah. Not. It's not TV, right? No. Okay. Yeah. Bad so, radio. Yeah. <laughs> very bad radio. Yeah. I'm not used to having three people either. Um. <laughs> so I do understand where Bobby was coming from with the lack of football scenes and things like that. I totally get that. Um. But the football scenes that they do have are light years better than Good some football. of the stuff that I've seen in other movies, like I don't know, The Replacements. Just saying. <laughs> that was a great movie. I'm just saying. You talk Especially about Gene Hackman for- as a coach. <laughs> Especially for the time, because I think the kind of the farther, if you go before 2000, there's a lot more fake-looking football. Yeah, I agree. I think they've done a good they- job with a lot of more recent stuff of being authentic about the. You the- can't fake the, the the stuff that was happening at practice, where he was him and the, a couple of the other walk-ons were just getting absolutely leveled. Yeah, I mean there was some like there were times I've ta- I've coached football for the last fifteen years, and there were times I was like, oh my goodness, like that. <laughs> that was a hit. Yeah, yeah, that was a serious hit. So I mean, I I think the authenticity of the practice football scenes the montages that i know you love i was gonna so say much, sean. the montage <laughs> yes the montages that sean loves so much uh <laughs> i think the authenticity in the football was was very very good you know i thought so too okay so 
This is the Rudy Rebuttal Podcast. Yes, I'm ready. So it's time for you to do some rebutting. So, okay. So what what are the what are the the bigger points that you take exception with that you heard in uh, mostly from Bobby Hensley? Obviously, well, fair. in the yeah. original Rudy Podcast. <laughs> you're not. But you're, you're not. You're you're not going to get off of this scot free. Okay, I'm okay? fine with that. And I'll start with you. Oh, I'm going to start with you. Afraid to start with him. Uh, well, you and I have gone back a the lot. The only further. reason you're doing this is so that he yells at me. <laughs> this is your own sick pleasure. You might be right about that, yeah. actually. Yeah. I can neither firm, yeah. confirm nor deny. <laughs> so, uh, the music in Rudy. Yeah. How can you not like this Fantastic. Music? Oh, my. First of all, they, it's cheesy. The Vince. Rudy music has been used in so many other things because it is so. Good commercials, other movies. That new KFC one, they well, used they that used music. That was actually, by the way, really funny. The KFC commercial, it was that hilarious. It was a real, but it uses the music. Yeah, the, the music is iconic. Like when you listen to that, you're like, "Ooh, underdog story." Here we go, Notre Dame. Like I, I, I think it goes to the Hoosiers thing that you were talking about because <clears throat> the, mu- the the music in there is probably similar. I probably think the, the yeah. score is you know because yeah. you get a lot more of the orca- dramatic undertones, more orchestra, orca- yeah. yeah. But but I, again, I think it goes to the synonymous nature of Notre Dame and Rudy, and the music that they used in there, and just sort of the emotional pull yeah, and, the, and the tugging. But you seem way nicer than you were when we did our podcast about this. <laughs> now you I'm s- not saying that I like the music. I'm just saying that he was talking about how it's used in a lot yeah. of different stuff. But isn't that what a score for a movie is supposed to do? It's supposed to evoke those feelings and get. I mean, that's the whole point, right? I think it's a little too much. I think that's the one thing that sort of kind of pushes me to 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 the to that end of the spectrum on it. Is it's it's a little too much at some point. See a lot of a lot of the scores out there though. It builds the cheese factor for me. (laughs) Which I don't. I would not use that. My biggest knock on this. I would not use that word at all when it comes to the score. And a lot of a lot of football movies just use. Act already, you know, composed music that already exists, you mm-hmm. know, you, from the the top forty or whatever, and that that's just a cop out. And what what was your favorite football movie of all time? Remember the or no uh, Friday Night Lights? Yeah. I'm sorry. And you said you loved the music, how it set the scene, and it was slow and dramatic. Well, isn't that just as cheesy then? No, <laughs> it's a different kind of music. It's not orchestra music. It's it's more guitar undertones. So there's just certain is. instruments so, that you accept yeah, or so define. It's the genre yeah. is what you don't. Yeah, you like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we can appreciate yeah. the the multiple instrument and the the orchestration. <laughs> Sorry, we have taste, Sean. Yeah, you know, your culture. Turn, your get turn, some. Your turn is coming, Bobby. It's <laughs> <laughs> really the only thing I have. Yeah, so and now the next half hour is just me getting grilled. <laughs> That's right. Now let's get to the fun stuff. Okay, so uh, you guys went back and forth for quite a while on the Jersey scene versus and or the Dan Devine saying, "Don't go in. No, 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 Rudy. Blah blah blah." Okay, now. Again, because there are probably some people who didn't listen to the first one, and if you didn't, I don't know what you're doing. Well, Go yeah. back and listen to I the mean, first podcast one. Podcast like gold. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you got to listen to part one. But one <laughs> of the big points of contention for people who don't like this movie is the fact that there were some liberties taken with truth. And, and we, we, we say this, this is kind of a recurring theme with us it's based on a true story it's not a documentary right. so you have to flush that part i'm so that, hollywood that, yeah. hollywood is always going to take liberties yes. with stories it doesn't matter what based on a true story you have to suspend belief a little yeah. bit for entertainment 100%. purposes exactly 100 percent. but i think what cuts deeper with this one is the fact that okay so the players come into dan devine's office they start putting the Correct. jerseys on let take my jersey let rudy dress right for me 
that is the biggest beef that Dan Devine himself has sure. with the movie because he 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 fully said he liked he actually liked Rudy. He was a Rudy supporter, still is, and just the fact that he he said that that scene never happened, and right. and that's his biggest problem. He he knew that he was going to be what's the what's the word that he used a villain. He was yeah he was going to be a villain. The heat something yeah. like that was the yeah. word. The heavy. Yeah, heavy. That, that's but, what he said. The heavy. But, but he didn't know that he was going to be kind of portrayed in that light. He said the jersey scene never happened. Well, that's what he takes the big. And he also said if that with. scene did happen, any player that dropped their jersey would have been, been kicked, kicked off, off the team. team. And that's a even though if that many guys went yeah. overstatement, right? Hindsight's twenty twenty, I guess, yeah. on that one. I don't know how I feel about that, but I will also say that the people that you hear from that are upset with the way they were portrayed or whatever, they're all famous people. Of course, you're going to hear from them. If you if somebody from Friday Night Lights didn't like the way they were portrayed, nobody will never know it. Because they're not doing interviews with people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just think people that are associated with Rudy have a bigger platform, so you're going to hear their gripes more. No, that's and, fair. And don't you think the Jersey scene is actually one of the most iconic ones of the whole movie? Absolutely. If you hear the movie Rudy, that's got to be one of the first things that comes to your mind. No question. Completely agree. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, I do too. But, and so, nobody thinks of the, oh, that scene where Dan Devine wouldn't let him in the game. Nobody that doesn't come to mind. People at don't all. complain about it. Yeah, because the 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 Jersey scene actually is a good scene. But what you were referring to, Vince, is the conversation that Bobby and I had is so you've got the players coming in, leaving their jerseys right. on the desk, and then during the game, at the end of the game, you've got Dan Devine saying, put the seniors in, but he doesn't let Rudy go in, and then the chant goes up about right. Rudy, Rudy, and they end up that he has to be coerced essentially to get him in the game. And my point was, do you need both of those scenes? Because right. they're both fictitious. Sure, neither no, neither one of those things right, actually right. happened. So do you need both? Because you still have the tension just with Dan Devine being stubborn in the movie on the sideline and, and the, the chant, and then he makes the decision. So do did we really need both right. scenes? Could you have done away with one or the other? And, and still right. had a good movie. So I have a response to that. Okay. I, I will make the argument that you do need both, and here's the reason why. In movies, you need to pay off stuff that's been going on, right? I mean, you, you need to have a nice tight bow on stuff, right? Right. So the jersey scene, what does that pay off? That pays off the negative attitude that all the players had towards Rudy at the beginning of him making the team to now. That they were all swayed. Later. And on top of that, if you listen to an interview but, with – but doesn't doesn't the sideline scene accomplish that? No, because they're all chanting. Let him finish. For him? No, it does. Okay, I don't. Go I don't, ahead. I don't go think ahead. that it does. I know where you're. I think I know where you're yeah, going. Yeah, so I don't think it does. So you have to pay off. I like the how Bobby's on your side uh, now. I'll take it right now. I'll Bobby's the it. one arguing totally against it. Now <laughs> so, he's let, I'm, let him finish, Sean. Well, he's I'm got still some against great you. Going on yeah. here. So so uh, so you get the payoff with the players, right? And in in real life, the players did advocate to Divine to let him dress. Okay. Just in a different way. And so if you're going to put that in the movie, you've got what, three, four, five, ten different conversations that he's going to have with players? Boring. We can get it all done so you've in got 35 to, seconds. You've got to find a way to compile it. Exactly. That's a great point, Vince. Yeah. That's actually why is why is why are you doing this well, pod? No. You tried to <laughs> you tried to stop him from making the point three times. <laughs> so No, the, because that's essentially like the fortune character, the maintenance a, guy is a compilation of three different people. And so is the older brother Frank. He's a yeah, compilation yeah. Of, of multiple people. And that's and a, I get that. That's a movie device sure. as well, where sure. where a lot of people like in the in the movie uh, Zero Dark Thirty. As an example, not not a sports movie, obviously, but the main CIA agent 
in that movie, played by Jessica Chastain, is essentially a compilation of a lot of different CIA agents. Well, it's it's it it ha- it's it's a pretty common sure. practice in movies to do oh, that because, as you said, common. you can't have ten different people because it would just eat up all the movie. Patriots Day. Mark Wahlberg plays everything. He's yeah. the cop that you know goes and finds him in the shootout. Exactly. The, he does everything. That's obviously a compilation. Yeah. Right. And one of my favorite movies of all time, The Patriot. The main character is a compilation mm. of like three or four different historical. Is that the Mel characters. Gibson? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. About the Revolutionary War. One of my favorites. Braveheart but, and the Revolutionary War, yeah. as I like to call well, it. You call it whatever you <laughs> want. But uh, he was cool. All right. So was William Wallace, for that matter. And, and yeah, Braveheart. I, I absolutely agree. No question about it. That one was just really, really long. Yeah. And, all right. Anyway. All right, so that is my argument for keeping that. Now, okay. when you move into the to the stadium, you get you're in the game, and he says, "Play all the seniors." And then, what about Rudy? No, no, no. That obviously starts the chant. And if you if he doesn't say no, you don't have the Rudy chant, right? And we'll get into the actual having the Rudy chant thing. That's on my list later on. Um, but now, like now, you've got the offense on the field. You got O'Hara out there who hated Rudy and now he's got to throw the touchdown there's the payoff that now they're friends so you have to have that part because if they would have let him in earlier then he's not trying well, to do we really need field. that part though does it really matter that that Jamie and Rudy are nice to see Vince Vaughn getting work kumbaya Vin- Vincent Vaughn <laughs> according to the credits <laughs> right but, yeah but yeah right. I mean come on let's again, do this for Rudy see there, I, again I, I felt like that was it was a little cheesy I, I didn't find it overly believable that, it, it was that a little specific cheesy. guy I because he that. was singled out in practice by era that that specific guy was all of a sudden a year later advocating for Rudy. I just I didn't buy that. That must have been a scene with some bad music or something. <laughs> it could have been. Well, could and have been. again, but he was probably a compilation. Do we actually do we actually need both of those? You need somebody though. You need somebody to say we need to get a score. So who, you know, might as well be the guy that he didn't get along with and You could just can go with the up. real thing because because wasn't it just the 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 dressing that was actually the biggest deal because Walk-ons didn't typically get to dress, so wasn't the jersey scene enough to get him in uniform, get him on the sideline, then at the end of the game, we could all be happy and go into happiness camp, and then Rudy gets on the oh, field, no. and you well, don't need the There were so many things stuff. that happened because of that. Then you got you got the nice moment between him and Coach Yanto, where he tells him to stay in the game, and you've got you got all you got but the But that chance. can happen, too. You've got the, you got the announcer up top saying— Which, which again, I didn't buy. Then you know that he could hear the chant and right. everything, but that, that he would know that they're saying Rudy. He could hear right. the chant, sure, but that he's going to know that they're saying. But Rudy. then the the point of the announcer is that he puts out the information that there was a student newspaper article about it, so the whole campus knows about Rudy, and so it makes it bigger than just the football team. So it allows the announcer to bring us in to all the information that well, they're trying to give out. Plus, it's almost like two kind of different stories because one story is him just dressing. The other story is physically getting in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Because that wasn't expected. Yeah. So you need that scene for that purpose. So you're both in total agreement that that both scenes were necessary. I do. I, I, I feel like the, the end would be totally missed if you didn't have that last part. Because I do believe that it, from the Dan Devine perspective, because, again, he was made out to be the bad guy sure. in this, that if you don't have one, it softens it a little bit. Like, if you had the jersey scene, but then he's not the heavy on the sideline as well, that it softens the jersey thing a little bit. That he's that that, that he probably takes that a little bit. I, he he was talking about the real life guy. He was bullied 
into allowing Rudy to dress in the movie. Right. He was bullied into it because you can't kick off the whole team. Right. right. I mean, you, it's not going to happen. So no matter what he says, eh, it's not going to happen. So he was bullied into letting Rudy dress. And, you know, at the end, he's just like, you know, whatever. Just let him in. And then, then that allows, like, oh, he's even more excited because he didn't think he was going to get in. And now he's in. And it just – then you got the crescendo of the score. Good Lord, it was amazing. Hmm. Next point of contention. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my next point of contention would be the uh, the fortune speech at the end. Okay. Okay. That speech, man, that gets me every single time. I really? I, I love that speech. Oh, it's iconic, man. You're five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing, and you hung in with the best football team in the land for two years. Hey, 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 hey! What you doing here? Don't you have practice? Not anymore. I quit. Oh. Well, since when are you the quitting kind? I don't know. I just don't see the point anymore. So you didn't make the dress list. There are greater tragedies in the world. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. To prove to everyone prove that I worked. what? That I was somebody. Oh, you are so full of crap. You're five feet nothing. A hundred and nothing. And you got hardly a speck of athletic ability. And you hung in with the best college football team in the land for two years. And you're also going to walk out of here with a degree from the University of Notre Dame. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. And after what you've gone through, if you haven't done that by now, it ain't going to never happen. Now go on back. Sorry, I never got you to see your first game in here. Hell, I've seen too many games in this stadium. I thought you said you never saw a I've game. I've never seen a game from the stands. You were a player? I rode the bench for two years. Thought I wasn't being played because of my color. I got filled up with a lot of attitude. So I quit. Still not a week goes by, I don't regret it. And I guarantee a week won't go by in your life. You won't regret walking out, letting them get the best of you. You hear me clear enough. Yeah, but do you even need that scene? Because absolutely, the character he was doubting himself. Why the character of what they had built and how hard he had tried? Why would he quit just before the last practice? Because he was working up to the big final thing, and what the big final thing is a no padded practice. Well, I get that, well, but if it really meant that much for you to play for Notre Dame, would you really? That's why he tried out. Originally, he tried out just to be a part of the team, right? Mm -hmm. But a but a year goes by. But because Era made him the he, promise, he put that out. He put that carrot in front of him, and he held on to that particular dream so hard but I, that when it was taken away, man, his whole life done. But I mean, that kind of stuff happens a lot. They, like, there's somebody I know here who went to a school under one coach as a walk-on mm -hmm. and was told, you know, in, in a couple of years, we'll get you a scholarship. you'll be on scholarship, yeah. and then that coach is fired, and that didn't quite happen that way down the line. Those kind of things happen all the time. Sure, absolutely, but they don't make them into movies. <laughs> and what player <laughs> lost their spot for Rudy to start? Because if Rudy really cared about the team, wouldn't he want the best 53 guys in the roster on there dressing? It was 60. Well, but, whatever. you know, your point is taken. 53 is the NFL. Uh, but your point is taken. Uh, but that fifth, that 60th player, he's not playing anyway. 
And it was probably like a freshman or a so- – well, freshman didn't play back then. It was probably a sophomore that maybe a backup special teams player probably didn't even matter. Maybe another guy that got a promise from error that we just don't know about. <laughs> well, maybe I, it was Joe Montana for that matter. And I guarantee you there was probably five or six, maybe even ten players at the bottom of that 60 list that probably rotated around anyway. So it was probably a kid that probably only dressed half the games anyway. Whatever. So Next I don't think point of – okay, deal. no. So the fortune speech. That's, oh, man, that's where I, we are. I love that speech, man. So you would put that up there as one of the top sports speeches of all time. It's it's up there, yeah. So like you've got a frame of that up on Vince D'Addario <laughs> yeah. mantle because I'm five Next foot to nothing, a hundred and nothing. nothing. Yeah, absolutely, I identified with that speech. And you're gonna walk out of here with a universe a degree from the University of Notre Dame, and if you what did he say? Something along the lines of, if you haven't proved it to you, you don't have to prove anything to anybody except yourself. And if you haven't done that by now, it's never going to happen. Yeah. So he did, it was like a, it was a boost to like remind him of all that he's accomplished. It's not just about that one thing. He needed that reminder. To, and, and the argument in the hallway with his buddy that was also a walk-on, mm-hmm. I think that was necessary too because that opens the door to – him understanding what he actually meant to other people. I don't think he ever thought about that. He only thought about what was in front of him and what he wanted. But I don't th- think he cares what he thought. did he really so, mean that much to other people, though? Well, he kept the kid on the team. I mean, in the movie, he did. Yeah, the kid that hated but it's playing. it's movie. We're not talking okay. about real life. Okay. We're not All talking right. about real yeah, life. Yeah, well, like about when his best friend comes in his room because he he's going to Miami on film school, and Rudy's just sulking because there was a coaching change. He's going to law school, but that's a nitpicking <laughs> point. Yeah. He was... He was upset. Man, if I'm if I'm in a really bad mood and somebody comes into the room all super excited, I'm just going to fake it and be like, hey, yeah. No, it's going to take a little bit more than a sentence of him doing a cheer in the hallway. Bobby? He already got the degree, which was one of the main parts of the movie. It's just getting into the school. Sure, absolutely. And that goes back to where I say that the football – it's almost an afterthought the first half of the movie because all he's trying to do is get in school. Do you agree with that, that there could have been more football in the movie? There's I, definitely an argument to be made. So, that, they, that they could well, have done more montages early and got us to the football I wouldn't so mind we could actually him, see more some football. Some game action or something. I wouldn't something. have mind seeing him play in high school because they really, they really glossed over they the, zipped the high right school past stuff. That. Yeah. See, and this is also what we're talking about, it being a football movie versus just a normal – I'm not saying the story's bad or sure. it's not entertaining – I, I, you can make that argument. That's not and really I, the tone that you had when we did the first <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, you were being more positive, so I had to go against that. I, I could agree with that. I, 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 I think there definitely could have been more football. I think the football that was in there was really good. Um, but I think, what, three quarters of the movie was all about him getting there and, and being a part of it. And, and that makes for a good movie. Right. But to classify this solely as a football movie... I disagree with that. I think it's it's an underdog movie with a with football tones. All right, that's all I need to hear. I'll see you guys later. All right, all right. Yeah. I mean that's fair. Two guys talking sports movies. Check us out on iTunes. See you next week. But it's a sport. <laughs> I mean, I still would classify it as a sports movie because it is based around Notre Dame football. No, but I mean the they lore. start off. I mean it's it's a football movie. I, I agree yeah, with what I you're get, saying. I get yeah, what I you're saying yeah. too. Right, but uh, you know, there's, there's and it doesn't really matter how it's classified. If you enjoy it, you football, enjoy it. Yeah, it's got a football theme throughout, but underdog story, work hard. Yeah, and you, you guys had mentioned that you know you get still get the warm fuzzy feeling by seeing his name on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I could not disagree with that more. Like that, who gets warm and fuzzy by seeing their name on a piece of paper? 
Like I, that would well, not I mean, have done it for me. Well, I mean, seeing his name, well, that 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 you would miss the whole thing about the players wanting him to be on the team and the whole thing and. He could Man. have been surrounded by the team. They could have all been waiting there at the paper. Yeah. What, with like to, confetti and streamers? Yeah. Like, come on. Or the jersey. They could have they carried could have the, him out of, out, you know, down the hallway. Yeah. Rudy, Rudy. But the, and the, they could have ended it right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been horrible. Ten stars. Great movie. Oh. By the way. You guys are killing me. That was sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you guys have to explain that to each other at times. <laughs> But no, I do not. I think him, if he found out by seeing his name on that list solely, like that's the way he found out, <laughs> terrible. What if they were standing there, like with the jersey ready to hand it to him? <sighs> no. Yeah, wouldn't that, they, yeah that, that would have actually been good. They handed him his jersey in the hallway. Here you go, Rudy. This right. one's yeah. for you. And they all clap. And if I never knew that they did the jersey laying down scene, maybe. But since I know that that's an option, like if I'm sitting in a production room and they're like, okay, guys, here are our options. Why can't we have both? List. <laughs> By the way, are there deleted scenes on the DVD? I didn't have time to look. I, I It said special features, and I didn't. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't look enough at those. Yeah. I, Especially I, on this one. I probably need. We, we, I for, have never this, seen any. But for, for since we're doing this, and I know you don't watch as many, Bobby. You stream most of the movies yeah. that, that we watch for this. I still watch most of mine on DVD because I fair. own most of them. Right. But it'd be interesting to look at some of the deleted scenes and some of the the other things that were going yeah. on that they didn't include. I've never seen deleted scenes from Rudy in all the years that I've been I tend not to a fan. Watch a lot of deleted scenes because usually when you do, you go, "Oh, that's why it's a deleted scene." Right. <laughs> yeah, for you sure. Know? Absolutely. But, like Caddyshack they had 3 hours cut out of it. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. And when you guys said that, holy cow. Yeah. All right, Vince, what else you got? Oh, let's see here. Uh, the whole, you, I, well, you guys touched on this, the whole girlfriend problem issue, I guess, how she was kind of there and they were together and then they weren't and she was with the brother, you know, that kind of thing. I wasn't really all that surprised by that. That they included it? Well, no, that that's how she acted or that's the way they made her, like, that that's how it played out. Oh, okay. You well, know we, what I mean? I understand that. I just don't know why you needed it at all. Yeah, I think it just represented like what he left behind. Something else he was giving journey. up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're right. I don't. I think they probably could have with done without friend, it. With he, his friend passing, that's enough. Sure, I agree with that. I, I think he probably could have cut. I and understand it, why they did it. And it almost makes but, him look like less of a compassionate human because they were just looking at houses not too long ago. Oh, like the day before. And then he dies. And then. At the funeral, he tells her he's going to South Bend. Yeah, but then and she's he didn't like, even consult her. But then look at her. She's like, "Yeah, you're going alone." <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah right. Oh, wow! <laughs> that that was a curveball. Right. I was like, "Wow, okay." What did you think about the fact Bobby brought this up during the original that he actually went into the Navy? He didn't work in the steel mill. Yeah. What did you think about the fact that 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 they went with steel mill as opposed to him joining the Navy? I. Th- now, I think I've it seen- adds to the story, doesn't it? I, well, now the way they, but but I think the steel the steel mill gives him something he's escaping. He doesn't Correct. want that life I agree because with that. just joining the navy, he has already pulled away from that, and that's a career path that he could have stuck with and been plenty successful. Right, you know, and I, I do, and somebody I had read something, and I I know you are way more well versed in the GI Bill than I am because <laughs> yeah. you probably used it, um, but I think they they 
took out the whole military thing just to take that out of the equation. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people out there think GI Bill, not only do you get accepted, but you get a full ride, well, and that's not true. And neither one of those things are true. I know, because I know you're, that. Because you're, you're, yeah. you're right. It, it, as you know, as you guys both know, I was in the Army, and that's oh, I, yeah. I paid for my school with the GI Bill and Army College Fund. So right. just, just so that's out there. Having those two, th- you still have to be accepted Absolutely. by whatever the standards on are on whatever merit. school you apply to. Yeah. You have to meet all the... It, 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 you don't get a waiver because you're right. in the military to get into Notre Dame or sure. any other. You have to meet all of the academic requirements, and it's all still based on what you did in high school. So right. that's you're not just going to get accepted because you had the GI Bill. And I think I just think that that's uh, when you make a movie, you appeal to the lowest common denominator of intelligence. Right. And I think, and not to insult people, but I think there's a there's a thought out there that that's what happens like, right. oh, i was in the army so i get to go for free wherever i want and i get in wherever i want well, yeah and the other part of that is the the gi bill is actually it's essentially a small stipend because yeah. and now the, we're, we're talking about 28 years since i got out of the military and i'm sure especially since we've been in wartime essentially sure. for for several years now there are even different other different layers but the, the way it works is the gi bill is one small portion i think when i was in it was around eight to ten thousand dollars total. Yeah. But then, when you go into whatever branch, you there are other options. Like the Army College Fund is in. You can either have a, a cash bonus for finishing whatever your job training is. When you're done with that, you either get a cash bonus or you can choose the College Fund. So those two things gotcha. together essentially paid for all of for almost all of my school. Probably ninety eight percent of my school. So. Just the GI Bill by itself, and right. you get that regardless of what branch you're in. It's a very small sure. portion of anything. And if you're going to a pri- it's if you're going to a private school, it's going to pay for even less than if you're going to a state school. And yeah, it doesn't get you in exactly right. No, absolutely. And I, I just think that they, and I think the reason was twofold. Number one, all the GI Bill stuff, and I think that it just made it cleaner. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think the other part of it was he's escaping something that he sees himself doing for the rest of his life. And he sees his brothers doing it, and he sees his dad has done it, and I think that it, it's just a, you know, he just wants to get away from it. It's kind of like that's why they did it. And I've referenced this before. I know. Have you ever seen all the right moves? The Tom oh, yeah. Cruise football moves. Absolutely. So it's, it's the same steel. Yeah, he's steel in, Mill. He's steel Mill, Pennsylvania, yeah. and he's trying to escape that. Absolutely. Whole thing. And football is his way out. Yep. Great movie, by the way. You yeah, guys it is. Do that one. I would like to. I've got to find a you copy of it. A, I mean, that one's older. Th- you can stream it. Can you? Yeah. Have you searched for it since we talked about it? I saw it on something. I may have it. I it's not a bad DVD. movie. It's not a I bad may movie. Have it. But anyway, All that's, right. a, that's a great movie. What else is on your contention <clears throat> list, Vince? Okay. Um Now find the best one because Well, let's do We're let, kind of at the point now. We're pretty deep in this. We still want to get some of your favorite well, let, stuff. Yeah, from no, this, let's so. let's do that. And I want to know can, something that bugs you too about it. Oh yeah. I've, I've got okay. a list. Okay. Do you want to do that first? Yeah, so let's do what actually what we like and what we what, what bugs me because we can Okay. that'll finish up everything. Okay. So so what what you like the most? Okay, so I already said I like the Fort, ending, Fortune Speech, <laughs> when the credits rolled. No, the e- well, the ending when he gets the sack that ge- literally gives me chills every time. Right, every it, single and time. Unfortunately, that actually happened. It did. Oh, it, <laughs> well, it did. It absolutely happened. Okay, um, I do. I do enjoy the football montage when he's just getting crushed at practice. Yeah, that that I. See, I would think Bobby, you I would like that. that because it's football. And you've got Rudy getting just leveled out there. He's bleeding all over the place. You're tired of this little I'll, runt. I'll let you continue your list. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Now, uh, a lot of the stuff that you liked, I absolutely agreed with. You know, Pete, when he says having dreams is what makes life tolerable. Like, yeah. I, that's one of my favorite lines in that movie. I like the the character of Pete. Um, and he didn't die in, in a mill, by the way. He didn't get blown up. Right. Um, so that was. Did he actually give him true. the Rudy jacket, though? Do we know that? I believe he did. And did the Rudy he? jacket now belongs to Sean Astin. The actual must the real been, like yes. the original. He must not have thought it was that special because he gave it to the actor that portrayed him. No kidding. Yeah, he actually has the real one. Wow, I think I would have sold that to the actor that portrayed <laughs> he, me. Uh, may have. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Good point. I guess yeah. we don't know. What, we don't know what yeah. the transaction actually was. But yeah. Sean Astin, I believe, at least when the filming was done, he was in possession. They're sitting down sharing their bucket of KFC. Because I remember him telling me that, or me. The school yeah. when he was. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he was talking, talking straight to, you. to me. He made eye contact with you twice. <laughs> Do not talk bad about Rudy. <laughs> All right, what um, else? One of my favorite scenes, um, and this is kind of twofold, when they're kids, um, and Rudy says, you know, when I grow up, I want to play football at Notre Dame, and then mm-hmm. the young Frank goes, yeah, and I'm going to have a mansion on Lakeshore Drive. <laughs> I like that line just because when I was 12, I was like, I know where Lakeshore Drive is. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, like, resonated That's with me. That's the coolest thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was one of the reasons I like that. And then in that same scene where the dad go, is talking to this little girl that happens to be at dinner, he's like, who are you? And she's like, uh, you know, she says her name, Sherry Walensky, I think is what her name, or whatever, and... Frank goes, that's Rudy's girlfriend. And Rudy's like, no, he, she's not. And she's like, yes, I am. And <laughs> I, I, I thought that was that was, real, that was hilarious. It gave me a little chuckle. And then uh, the priest line about knowing two things, I'm not God, or there is a God and I'm not him. Right. That was great that, line. Yeah, that's a great line. Um, let's see. And what always cracks me up is watching uh, the actor who played Pete, watching him run uh, during <laughs> high school practice when they're going down the gauntlet. The way he runs with like his arms kind of flailing side to side, you're like, wow. Now I know why they didn't do any more scenes of, of high, school football. high school football. Yeah. Because this guy is awful at running. Kind of um, had that same look when he was flying through the air at the mill, right? Seriously. No. It was not that much different. It right. was just he was wearing something different. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, when D-Bob is getting asked to the dance by what he thinks is a really hot chick, and then she's like, I would love to introduce you to my roommate, <laughs> yeah, Elsa. Right. But Elsa ends up being his I girl. I know. Ends up yep. a match made in heaven, apparently. So, um, yeah. So there you go. Those are the that, That's my list of things that I liked. So you like the ending. Here's a question. I did. I did. What, have you ever watched the football movie Invincible? I have. Isn't that movie just as intense and the ending is just as dramatic and just as inspiring? Is it just as inspiring? I don't think it is just as inspiring. Maybe it's just because it's an NFL team and not a college team. It's not my team, Which so that might it, be part of it. Might be harder for him to get on the Eagles. Oh, I... So you can't you can't deny what he was able to do. And he played three years, which right. is pretty amazing, too. It's just... I In my mind, it's tough because how can people... I'm not attacking her, but oh, how can you on, have man. how can you have Rudy so high up, and then a movie like Invincible? No, I never said Invincible was low. Okay, then that's, I, that's what, what I was going to ask. Just guy, not as high. The guy's yeah. name's Vince Papali. How could I not like that movie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, I may and and okay, little peek into my life. My son is number eighty three on his football team. We watched Invincible a week ago because really? Vince Papali is number eighty three, and my kid is tiny. So it worked. <laughs> so, and I was like, and this, the main character's name is Vince. We're watching this, and he loved it. So there you go. All right. Well, if you have that one up there high, I have it nothing is. wrong with it. It is up there. And, and they did 
kind of fudge the end of that one, too. He didn't run like 80 yards on no, that ball recovery. And it didn't take him 10 minutes to run <laughs> those 80 <laughs> yards. <laughs> he ran like four. Yeah. You know, did he do it? Yes. yes. But, of course, they took their liberties and, yeah. you know, et cetera. The cool thing about him, though, is he actually played there for a couple yeah, of like years. Yeah, like three years. Right, yeah. yeah. He, he stuck for a while. Oh, absolutely. I, that's No, that's a great story. That's one of my I, – I do enjoy that one as well. You guys, neither one of you had that on your list. Did it, you? It was in my top 10 yeah. top football 10? movies. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yep. So we get into the things that bug me because there are sure. things that bug me. Let's do it for sure. Um, the the scene where the dad comes and talk to him talks to him at the bus stop. <laughs> I I like the overall thought of the scene. I do. I the dad is just trying to make sure his kid doesn't make a mistake, and he's just telling him, "Look, it's okay to live your life the way we live our lives. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. I have no problem with that. That's good father son advice. Yeah, but he's also basically basically telling him that, that you have no chance. Dreams <laughs> get in your way. Yeah, yeah. you you have well, no chance. Okay, and- if my son was a straight F student, and I mean never showed any inclination for academics, and he wanted to go to Harvard. I'd be like, okay, hold on a second. We need to have a chat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there, right. there, there's realities that right. take place. Right. And the dad is just trying to temper his excitement a little bit, you know? And I have no problem with that. The part I do have a problem with is the story about the dairy farm. He's telling his son for the first time when his son's 22 years old, and it, it happened to him. It happened to the dad. He his dad. So the, the Rudy's grandfather bought a dairy farm. Mm-hmm. All the cows died. It was the depression. All the kids had to live with different relatives and blah, blah, blah. You're telling me in 22 years of life, Rudy never heard that story? He never <laughs> well, knew that his dad grew up with aunts and uncles and was on the poverty line? Like, seriously? You didn't know that? I, I find that hard to believe. Is this one of those nitpicking scenes you're talking about? <laughs> well, no, man. Like, I know how my dad was brought up. I'm sure you know how your dad was brought up. Like, that's a huge chunk of his dad's life that he apparently had no – and the dad left. Fair point. You don't think he ever asked, hey, where's grandpa? Fair point. I mean well, – But, again, it's like a compilation of people. It's You, right. you need some sort of vehicle that – Maybe, I, that's maybe there was a him. deleted scene that tied that together <laughs> a little better. <laughs> I, I just think that story – he didn't need that story. You know okay. what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Or they could okay. come up with a better crushed dream story. I agree. Um, I do happen to agree with Bobby. I think that's a, a, a bit of a nitpick. Right. <laughs> that's fair. I knew you. That's fair. Um, I uh, the Rudy chant. I I feel like you could have done that scene without the Rudy chant. And of course, that didn't happen. So hold we it. Know. We were just talking about that scene, and you right, were telling I, us how much you said we wouldn't have had the Rudy <laughs> chant if he didn't get the divine in the game thing. Right. I just I I. I just didn't like the chant itself. I think there's other, there's there's ways you could have had that exact scene without the chant. You could okay. have had the players in his ear. You could have had, you know, come on, put him in, put him in. And he could Which have been like, they go didn't ahead. Have a s- it was one guy. It was Roland Steele, number right. 21, the yeah. corner. All-American. Right. And yeah. then, Act then like that, it, the captain. Now, now, one lineman's the one that started the Rudy speech, wasn't he? Corny. He also started my other thing that I don't like, the clapping at practice. The slow clap when he shows up at practice. Uh-huh. You want to talk about cheese. <laughs> Just, I mean. Not a fan of the slow oh, clap. Oh, the huh? slow clap. Like, really? We're going to slow clap in the middle of practice? I had the same reaction. I know the exact scene. I go, a slow clap. Right. Really? Right. And it was the same guy that started both, the chant and the slow clap. Yeah. Like, right, all of true. a sudden. This because amid- he was trying to act like <laughs> well, again, the, with, with the chant. He was like, oh, I'm just over here. I'm not actually doing this. Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. right. <laughs> Which is what you want. You said you wanted this, the players to stand up for him and help him. Yeah, standing up for is one thing. Having a slow clap is the Rudy ridiculous. Chant. Is ridiculous. They they showed that they stood up for him with the with the jersey and everything. And All right. Yeah. So then we so did, the, you didn't need the divine 
scene then of him getting in the uh, game? No, I still think you still you I still think you need the divine scene telling him that he can't go in, and I think there's ways that you didn't have to have the entire place chanting Rudy. But all right, so those are my nitpicks for the most part. All right, I mean, those are the things that annoyed me. So where does that leave us, Bobby? Well, do you, do you have any any anything you want to come back with? No, I thought that was uh, not as brutal as I expected. <laughs> I mean, it's one of my favorite all-time movies. Obviously. I, I've got like 13 other things, but they're all super nitpicky that, you know, like you said, well, maybe, you know, George Gipp was a bad guy. Yeah, he died because he was out gambling. Right. I mean, like, he wasn't a great dude. Like, you know. Any, uh, I, I'm curious, do you remember, like, like Corby's and Notre Dame campus right. are, are two mm-hmm. places where a lot of this stuff was filmed. There's another smaller neighborhood bar where the first scene where they get into the fight. Oh, really? Where the, that, that was supposed was, to be in Chicago? That was used there. Yeah. Uh, neighborhood bar in South Bend. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my it's head. It's a cool but, story, Sean. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> but my, my point is, see, this is what you... <laughs> now you got the full flavor of the two guys talking sports <laughs> movies podcast. It's two and a half men today. <laughs> Any other places around town that you know of? Uh, well, that where no, things were filmed. Well, none of those the Holy Cross scenes were filmed at Holy Cross. Where were they? They were in the building that's right across the lake that's owned by the Holy Cross priests. Okay, but they did not use the school because uh, that was one of the first things I did when I went to Holy Cross as a student. Was trying to looking find for all these places and they don't exist. <laughs> I mean, Holy Cross isn't big. It was one building, like, and I, none of that was in there. And you know, when they show them like in the dorm and everything, and mm-hmm. you've got the golden dome like over his shoulder. Yeah, no, you can't see that from Holy Cross. Like, no, but that was one of the cool things that I that I said in our original Rudy podcast was having watched this when I was had never been to campus. Yeah, before twenty some years ago, whenever it was, and seeing this movie, and now seeing it now after not having watched it in several years, and just like almost every scene where you go, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I've been there. That's so that was that was kind of cool. And my my son was doing that last night. He's like, yeah, I know where that is. That's yeah. where we do this and that. And, yeah. You know, because he goes to camps at Notre Dame, and he's like, I walk right there. Go go to the dining hall. You know what I mean? So that was actually really cool. And like an e- Easter egg stuff for me, like his his book covers that he used, an Irish book was the same ones I used when I was in middle school. Oh really? Because you can buy them at the bookstore. <laughs> yeah, they were you know probably I mean? all over the place I mean, back yeah. then. So I mean, so like little things like that. I I think see I. I think growing up around here made it even a better movie for me because of all those familiarity situations and and all that. But not for Bobby. No. Bobby is scarred. He's a hater, but that's okay. (laughs) He liked it when he was a kid. He just got jaded when he became an adult. So Bobby- That's very true. The more I've watched it, the more (laughs) I have to talk about it in these situations. I just just dread it more and more every time. He's loving this right now. (laughs) I mean, you can- When I go to watch a movie, I suspend all disbelief. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in it for the actual movie itself. I mean, you- all of these sports movies that are based on reality are—they're all fluffed over. Right. I mean, all of them. Yeah. And that's know? one thing that I hope I was articulate about. The fantasy stuff isn't what bothers me, or the inaccuracies of did that jersey scene happen? Is that the right Corby's? You yes. lost me at articulate. Yeah, you would get <laughs> lost already. Too many vowels in that word for you. Yeah, consonants too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a throwback to Jerry Maguire, by the way. Also a great movie. It is. That's my favorite movie. Yeah. We're going to do that coming up here money. pretty soon. Show me the money. Yeah. Bobby and I. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Any casting changes you would make, Vince? That's actually one mm. thing, if I remember right, that Bobby. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Wouldn't have wouldn't have changed anybody in the cast. I thought it was pretty well cast. Yeah. I don't know who you really I mean, could have. You had to have somebody smaller to play Rudy. Agreed. Mm-hmm. In stature, you're talking right. about. Yeah, and look, right. they're still making commercials referencing this. Oh, it's 25 I mean, years later. And it's of how good it was. It's yeah. iconic, and it's a, it's a, it's, it's a punchline for people that don't like Notre Dame, of course. Right. Rudy mm-hmm. was offsides. Absolutely, but obviously, there's enough people that they, you know, show it at the stadium every year, and that's one of the things they do in freshman orientation. You go watch Rudy, you oh, know, and you, and you go watch Newt Rockney All American. Like those are two things that you go do during freshman orientation at that Notre mo- Dame. That movie was on my list, and it should be because it's amazing. Just saying. Mm-hmm. So I think you guys need to do that movie. Well, how are we going to stream it? Uh, I have old. it on DVD, so <laughs> yeah. we're good. We're good. All right. Ronald Reagan. I know, right? The Gipper. Vince, <laughs> I, we appreciate your rebuts. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. It's the first did time did I've heard you that. have a good time, Bobby? <clears throat> yeah, that was great. Because you still found a way to turn this back on me. I know I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, wasn't it? Even though this was all him coming in. <laughs> You two didn't like butt heads as much as I thought was going to happen. I know. Sorry to let you down. Well, I think he softened his his stance on a couple things. Two guys talking sports movies. Don't forget to subscribe <laughs> to us on iTunes while you're there. Rate us. Leave us some feedback. I rated you. Tell us how much that you You didn't leave a comment, though, Bobby. Well, it was conflict of interest but since I rated you guys, like I think, yesterday. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm going on the show, so if I leave a comment, that might be biased. All right. But I will leave a verbal comment. I really enjoy it. <laughs> I, I like listening to you guys argue about sports movies, <laughs> and I end up arguing right back even though nobody can hear me. See, so. there's some entertainment value, Bobby. Oh, yeah, I, I look forward to Wednesday mornings All when right. these drop, man. Well, we appreciate you coming in. Maybe we'll have you come in and rebut something. Or maybe we'll get you in when we do Newt Rockney All Americans. Oh, say, dude, since you're all about it. I am <laughs> in. That's a great movie. Have, right. You have not seen it. I never have. <gasps> I've just seen For the shame. Ju- I've seen the iconic scenes, obviously. Okay, but I've never seen. It's good. I mean, it's really fully. you forget that it's black and white. I think I said at the time that's and one. And we're the millennials here. I know, right? Yeah, that's one. I wonder if you could re- remake today. I think you could do it a little mm-hmm. more modern. I think you could. Where maybe some people would really buy into the story. Well, and and Newt Rockney is is again. I've used this word like fourteen times tonight. I think it's an iconic story. That everybody knows Newt Rockney, right? And yeah. they associate that with Notre Dame. I think you could very easily do that. And it's got all the drama involved, dying in a plane crash, and then the forward pass. And I was say, the football successful. stuff was even good in that movie oh, for the time. I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, I remember thinking that probably hurt. Right. A lot. You mm-hmm. know, because you got the leather helmets and, who, you know. You know, this is all off the cuff. Okay. Who would you cast as oh, Newt Rockney? Who would you man. cast as George Gipp if you were going to do it today? The George Gitt one might be a little bit harder, but you got to find somebody that looks Norwegian. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, that would be very, very difficult. Um, you could almost put Sean Astin in there. Would that be like? Would that be too much <laughs> if you put Sean at? Because he he's to be shorter, East, stocky. He would have to be like an Easter egg kind of guy. Yeah. yeah, I think. I don't think he could be a main character. Could be the main you, guy. You're gonna see Rudy like that. I look at Sean Astin. I see two things. I see the Goonies and I see Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. I was never a Lord of the Rings guy. So yeah, me either. You'd have to put Kevin Costner in the movie, right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Costner goes in every sports movie, according uh, to Bobby Hensley. That see, that was one I'm going to ponder because if we actually do that that podcast, we coming up with a whole because I mean everybody was in that movie's dead. So I mean you're going to have to kind of come up with something. Yeah, I mean obviously you're remake it. Yeah. So. Okay. And I think that would be very very interesting. I okay. Do. All right. Mm-hmm. 
We'll put our heads to that, and uh, we will. Uh, we, we, when we do that podcast, it's going to have to happen at some point. When we do that podcast, we will recast it if we're making it. Yeah. today, I think that'd be fun. All right, and that's the one that'll be easy to recast because it's like he said, everybody's dead. Yeah, so, so you don't have to worry about so much further in the future yeah. than yeah. that. Pat O'Brien just did such an amazing job as <laughs> Newt Rockney, though Canute. Pat O'Brien's biggest fan, Vince D'Addario. Just saying. All right, two guys talking sports movies. We will talk to you next time. Thanks again, Vince. No problem.